Oh, yes, thank you, Bad Mary, as always, for the beautiful introduction, and welcome all to a very special XL edition of U.S. Comics Cast, episode 81.6 or 7, I don't know, (laughs) we had a couple of uh, technical issues, it's fine, it's fine, but we're bringing you three topics, 90 minutes at least, for... The people, I, as always, am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And I'm sometimes the COO (laughs) and Charlie Rivera, other co-founder of U.S. Comics. Not for long, because we are joined by none other than the man, the myth, the damn gaming legend, Mike, a.k.a. the Sarge, Sergeant Finesse. Sarge, what is up? He's throwing the stickers in your chops. What is That's going on, my brother? That's just cold-blooded, because I had to make my own. That is a Nassau Coliseum driving up to the parking lot. <laughs> fake bullshit bootleg right there. Yo, I got search $20. Finesse. Search $20. I will have Yo. you know, this is a I'll give you five edition. for 20 This for 20. is a limited edition one yeah. of one. $200. It's limited to what stars to Sarge. On a yellow post-it <laughs> note. Guys, thank you for joining us yet again. Um, again, uh, this episode has been... Um, it has not had an easy road, but that just means it's going to be worth the wait. We've got extra long... Again, I, I don't want it to be... I don't want it not to be said, but Sergeant Finesse is joining us yet again Sarge, thank you for for sticking it sticking it out with us, brother. Yeah. Well, I was ready to leave. I was ready to leave, and I said, you know what, we can do this. We're just lucky that the general didn't call Reveille, and the Sarge had to call, you know, wrap it up. Yeah, and the, and um, the back down the hall, I saw the the shadow of the general's legs. I thought she was coming this way, but I didn't get my back. <laughs> shadow getting real okay. long. Like, oh, oh, oh. We're okay. Uh, so, so for anyone who is not uh, who's not aware, Sergeant Finesse of Sergeant Finesse Gaming on Facebook Gaming, the number one growing whoa, whoa, whoa. site that there is. That's right, growing like it is. No tomorrow. Um, Sarge is ripping it up. Just if I'm not mistaken, just recently exceeded twenty thousand followers. Woo! Oh my God. We're at 20,500 right now. Ooh, and it feels so good. As an good. OG. And we're almost nothing, at 400 supporters as well. Okay. Nothing oh. makes me more proud than to type in the, the exclamation notify and just, <coughs> just flex on the chat. We're like, oh, I've been following for a year. Oh, your thousand days? I've been following <laughs> for a year and a half. And I'm like, oh, I've been following forever. Sounds like forever. a thousand plus days or something like that. <laughs> I sent, I sent my first stars today, and I'm cheap as a mug. Nice. You know what? You're, sec- you're actually second, though, John. There's another guy, Mike Zamora. I made the page 2017 because I was like, this is when I first started on Twitch. I'm like, let me make a page on Facebook. And he followed it right away. So he's got over, like, three years followed. What an <laughs> ass kiss. Damn They all say hacker every time they see him. They're like, Mike Zamora. Coming for you, son. Coming. <laughs> John, just try to kiss me, John. Sorry, sorry. It's a little something for the tired businessman. Uh, in any case, here we are, and uh, I hope this goes well because I didn't have a backup recording. It's fine. Nothing could possibly go wrong <laughs> on a day like this. Um, 
But again, here we are. We have an XL edition. Again, Sarge is one of our, uh, you know, not our original, but certainly one of the premier sponsors of the program. We can't thank him enough. Um, but another sponsor uh, who we don't want to, to leave off in the cold, Bad Mary, who sang us in. They'll sing us out after nice. every episode. Bad nice. Mary, for anyone who is not unaware of their music, it kicks you can find Bad Mary Band, again, at Bad Mary Band on <coughs> Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go to their website, badmary.com. Check out their Patreon at patreon.com slash badmary. Um, and frankly, just go ahead and type in Bad Mary on any of your music streaming services that you uh, particularly love and listen to. And, and you'll hear what we're talking about. Again, you'll hear them at the open and the close of every episode. Uh, same song at the open and a different song we rotate uh, for the end. But they've got a lot of music. They they rock. They joined us. They'll be here again. They're awesome. Good friends. Um, business aside, business aside. Normally, this is where we would check in and see hi, hey, how are you? But frankly, we've been already been uh, talking for like two hours, so I think we know <laughs> how everyone is. Um, and it turns now, out bad. One quick, one quick question. Sure, what? hit it. Can you see this guy over here? What the hell he's doing? Yeah. Yeah. What is this guy doing over here? Look at little He's he's pulling uh actually it's very funny. That particular image reminded me of uh one of the very earliest uh appearances of Superman. He's holding a car over his head and the people around him are bugging out. There is a if you want to look it up the picture, <laughs> there is a guy pulling that very same pose like ah hands to the head, running away in fear because look if Superman shows up and you didn't know about this yeah. kryptonite sucker alien to begin with, it's going to be a long day. Like, Superman shows up knocking. you It's a topic of conversation. That that picture goes, that face goes perfect with that, though. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. It, it really does. Um, but, yeah, so I, I do kind of want to jump in. We have three topics today uh, in honor of our uh, excellent, uh, excellent third co-host. Um, so I did want to make sure that I, we covered something that catered to Mike the Sard's particular expertise. And um, actually, let me so prepare let's some talk visual. about the adult film industry. Sarge, what's yeah. your opinion on <laughs> the Schwab Olympics? <laughs> well, what had happened was it was a Joey Chesshairs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Times were tough on the farm. We couldn't make rent. I had to do what I had to do. Whoa, so. Whoa, whoa. Uh, in, in any case, um, one of the things that we talked about uh, in, in prior prior episodes was the glut of streaming services that we have right now. And uh, matter of fact, one of the newer players to the game uh, who's got a familiar name, HBO Max. You know, when I was coming up, we had HBO and we had Cinemax. And then all this streaming craziness happened. Yeah, and yeah. now all of a sudden we're getting like peanut butter and jelly mixed together in the same jar. I'm not quite sure I understand, but now you have HBO Max uh, as one of the streamers. It didn't take very long for, uh, for, for them to fall into the thirst trap that is our climate right now. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and read it because it, it's pretty uh -huh. fucking hilarious. So, so j just to set it up, for anyone who doesn't have HBO Max already... Uh, yeah. I'm using Charlie's password. I'll, I'll go ahead and shoot it to you. You can PM me. Post it on uh, the screen. Just blink and post it. Oh, yeah, 
We'll, we'll put it right up there. I hate this plan. This plan is so terrible. One of the, so one of the hubs on HBO Max is actually for Adult Swim. And anyone who doesn't know Adult Swim, that's basically when the lights got dim, it was dark out, the street lights popped up, and Cartoon Network switched over from the ha-has, he-hees that the little ones were all about all day long. And now they were basically showing cartoons for people smoking the Buddha uh, or, you know, uh, otherwise they needed some kind of distraction, myself included. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. What's this Squidbillies all about? What's this uh, What's this floating uh, French fry and, and a meat wad talking about? Like, I was all about Adult Swim pretty fucking early. Um, in any case, one of their newer, uh, one of their newer entries is causing a ruckus out there. I'm just going to read the headline. Off the air, the adult swim show that's frightening conspiracy theorists. Yeah, of course. It's a great show, actually. Unfucking. If I had a words and I could just pull out a random sentence, I would never be able to reproduce the insanity of this sentence. So the, the... uh, the show that's in question, and I'm, you know, we don't, we don't bury the lead around here. Uh, we jump right into. It. Uh, again, I'm not sure if you guys watch it. I'm just gonna jump right into it. Adult Swim, uh, thanks to surreal adult-oriented entertainment, uh, it's divorced itself somewhat from the rest of Cartoon Network. Blah 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 blah. Um, again, you can find shows like Cowboy Bebop, Neon Genesis, uh, Evan. Evangelion? Yeah, sure, I'll say that. Why not? I'm sure someone's going to get all over me. I used to love Space Coast, Coast to Coast. Unbelievable. Um, But the point was that this is content not intended for children. Like, they make it a point. This is not for kids. Put I mean, the name of it is fucking Adult Swim. That's based on kicking children out of a pool so a bunch of uh, people yeah. could fucking hang out in a pool. choice was <laughs> not for children swim. But they're like, nah, that's that shit's too fucking. Option long. three was fuck off, kids. So, 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 Mike, one of your one of your drops that always gets a chuckle out of me is, uh, all right, Morty, drop the beat or whatever. Oh, yeah. fuck it. So that that comes from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, who who also um, in any case, so we, we all we all know their menu. The particular controversy is surrounding the series off the air. So apparently it's taken the internet by storm uh, because the conspiracy theorists have come calling and they're reacting to, quote unquote, deliberately grotesque piece of animation that airs like 4 (laughs) a.m. Now, it's it's funny to me because uh, and, and again, the Sarge Mike can can attest to this. One of the most common conversations that Michael and I would have when things got slow or the chickens were clucking and we wanted to ignore them was talking conspiracy theories, right? Conspiracy right. theories are the best. And a little bit of uh, shameless self-promotion here. It's a big part of what we're doing at U.S. Comics. Charlie's shirt says it all. Anunnaki, straight, straight across the tress, uh, spelled in the U.S. Comics trademark way. Yeah. But um, so the Sarge, for anyone who's unaware actually very much inspired and has trademark ownership of a character, Mr. Montauk, who you can uh, feast your eyes on right hey! here. Just a little reminder. He has indeed already debuted on the social uh, social media pages oh, for U.S. Yeah. Comics, at U.S. Comics HQ, wherever you can find him. 
Um, but Mr. Montauk, Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell us the the genesis of the the Montauk uh, conspiracy theory that's floating around out there? Okay. Well, Camp Hero, right? Way out in Montauk Point, where the freaking the you know where the lighthouse is. Back in the, I think it was, what was it, the 40s or 50s, when the government had a base out there. That they had a base out there, basically, that had missile silos and rocket, you know, launching areas that would, it's, you know, take care of the ships out in the ocean. So, turns out this was a secret base where they were doing experimental stuff on people. And they were taking kids and bums off the street and doing experiments on them. Uh, psycho, psycho, like, um. Uh, like hypnotic stuff, they were doing a uh, you know psycho like what, what's what is it, what's the word I'm looking for? They were uh, uh, psycho, um, uh, not psychosomatic, but but yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know, they use their about. brains to like you know yeah, talk like, with each other. Like professor test and uh, yeah, supposedly at the time the government you know um, had uh, recovered a lot of alien you know artifacts. Stuff. They recovered a chair from one of the ships, and supposedly they were putting them in this chair. Right, and they were able to go in and back and forth in time. All this crazy, there's some crazy stories behind it. They were called, they call these people the Montauk Boys. To this day, some of the bums in the streets are the Montauk Boys, and the inspired character of the Sarge is one of those Montauk Boys. <laughs> so, 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 Mr. Montauk, his, his background story. Is so dope. Actually, we debuted him at the point where we act, we were giving away the store, so you can read his uh, his like uh, again his his genesis for lack of a better word. Now, my particular topic, and anyone who wants to check out the um, Camp Hero and Montauk Point, you can you can see this is not stuff that we didn't. But you know what? The, they do have underground bunkers that are filled in with concrete. They still have, they have the satellite dishes. So works. works. Allegedly filled in concrete. Allegedly. No, no. Yeah, I mean, but, but here's the thing. You can go there. Like, and Mike and I have the... Uh, some videos on YouTube, actually. ...guide. Like, we, you know how some people oh, yeah. go to Major League Stadiums? Mike and I have our list of conspiracy spots that we want to go to. Um, train train uh, systems that aren't in use anymore. Tunnels on the New York Air City. 51. <laughs> Dude, we, we, got some, we got some traveling to do, but... Uh, the, the one that I want to talk about, and then instantly my mind immediately went there, was um, m- my favorite conspiracy theory that's out there. And another inspiration for a U.S. comic, not a single character, but a group of characters, was... Dogman? The Dogman, son. Ooh. So <laughs> we did design the Dogman as a, a foil specifically to Mr. Montauk, because the only way to deal with one conspiracy theory is to balance it out with another conspiracy theory. This one is one of my absolute favorites. It, uh, For anyone, again, who isn't familiar, it derives from the Michigan Dogmen um, conspiracy theory that's out there. Again, and this goes back. This is something new. Something like uh, back to 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan, a creature that was like seven feet tall, blue-eyed, um, bipedal, canine-like animal, torso of a man, and a fearsome howl that sounds like a human scream. Talking about Charlie. So of course, on occasion, when he's a little hungry, oofa, a little oofa, tired, oofa, oofa. A little grumpy and salty. <laughs> um, 
So this is one of my absolute favorites. And apparently, word on the street is, uh, especially if you listen to Howard Stern, he's got certain callers that swear that there are dogmen running around his backyard. Um, it, to this day, people are talking about dogmen running around in the woods. So it was a natural fit for us. Um, I think it's outstanding. They talk about like droppings. My question is, if you have a dog man and there's a dropping in your backyard, is it just a human shit? Like, how would you probably even... double the size at least of my son's craps? Yeah. So, so then is classic he Charlie human food. torso, canine brown eye? Like, you gotta you gotta figure the meth has to work out somewhere. But um, this is an actual ongoing <laughs> theory that's going on. And again, it's it's my favorite. So I'm gonna put it to you guys, Charlie or Mike. You guys can fight over who goes first. What's your favorite running conspiracy theory? Do you think that it's true? Do you think it's bullshit? Uh, and why? See, I just feel like you're trying to get us in trouble because this is the exact sort of fucking setup that someone who's like part of a secret society of elite individuals would come on a podcast and say, hey, fat boy, with your Ghostbuster flags and your wrestling toys and your pop figures, what's your favorite conspiracy? <laughs> how how dare you, you elite like bitch? I have, <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> how either of you afford your lifestyles. Sarge is suddenly a fucking gamer. I knew him when he was shilling bullshit. Now he's the 12th most successful mother trucker on Facebook. Wrecking suckers 20 hours a day somehow. was. Are you saying that Sergeant Finesse is your favorite conspiracy theory right now? I would never say that because I don't want some dog men showing up. I don't have enough dog bones to find a fucking pack of oofa oofas. You should be more concerned about the general and X-Band showing up. And if Ruckus gets involved, it's oh my completely God, it's over. over for you. They, we're going to bury an empty casket at that point. All right, so we'll give Charlie a little bit of time to catch up. Because <laughs> um, that was the patented Charlie. Let me bullshit my way through a couple of minutes. How and, dare uh, I you? Could, I could Wikipedia some shit. I know the sergeant. What was his answer? The sergeant. Me? It wasn't. It wasn't a. It, it was a total. He was going C down the fucking. <laughs> so, Sarge, I'm gonna kick it to you first. We'll let Charlie wiki some shit up. What's your favorite conspiracy theory that's going on right there? I mean, I know for a fact that you and my mom have 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 jawed it up for literal hours in mosquito-infested backyards about certain topics, but I'm not going to put words in your mouth, Sarge. What's your favorite conspiracy? One of the best moments of my life, <laughs> July 4th, 2010. No. Uh, I, you know, I don't know, man. There's a lot. There's a lot of them, man. Um, my favorite. My favorite probably right now would be, would be aliens here with us on the planet. That probably might be my favorite conspiracy because I know it's goddamn true. Okay, they're just like it's at fucking the Seven Eleven. Um, listen, they're they're here. They're working with the government. Big things are happening. Let's look. look, look let's put it, listen for all you suckers out there. Put it this way: <laughs> look where we were in 1900. Okay, look where we are. To look where we were in 2000. A hundred years, but the last 2,000 years we were kicking in sand with sandals all this time. It makes no sense. Look at the look at the technology boom since yeah. 1990. Well, one of the huge one of the hugest things is when one of the crashes happened. A couple months later, 
when they found all you know the materials, microwaves came out, plastic came out, aluminum foil came out. All these things came out. Tupperware, like all the shit that they didn't have, that all of a sudden now is like a thing. You know I fucking love that you were like, you know, microwaves, tin foil, Tupperware. You got heat. You just described how I That's heat most of kitchen. my meals. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sarge's conspiracy is if the kitchen in, next to you, Sarge. If if the Sarge threw in pop tarts and um and hot pockets, Charlie would be like, I'm out. Yeah, Listen. fuck it. Kind of off topic, but why do you think we don't go to the moon anymore, guys? Listen, if we go, if we would go to the moon now and land there, we have 4K cameras. We would see everything, but they're not oh, going to show see? us shit. Uh, <laughs> they're not going to show us anything. It's true. It's true. I, 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 I gave that. I gave right. that. Come, honestly, in the year 2020, I would fucking welcome... If they were just like, oh yeah, every yeah. senator's a if fucking like alien. If it was like they live, I'd be like, give me the glasses. I'm Fuck done. Yeah. Fuck yes. Honestly, alien overlords, I'm your guy right now. Who do you want to know about? I'll turn. I'll turn. Yo, especially if they look like the aliens from V. How like Dude, some was, of them are bomb pieces till their face falls off. Just gonna say that. If you, if every if anyone doesn't know V, they're definitely reptilians. First of all, definitely. dude, I've well, well, here's the thing. Too. I've read, uh, and it always comes down to like, oh, I saw this site or I watched the video. I have read on numerous uh, outlets. It's not a question of, to, and this is this to me clearly this is not official, but um, it's not a question of like if there are aliens, but it's how many. Because you have the the reptilian uh, theory, you have the, the Gray's theory, um, you know, you've got the the Home Depot aliens. Like there, there is just one after the other. Uh, it um the the list is never ending, quite frankly. Um, and it's great fodder, uh, for somebody like myself because I there's nothing that I love more than to take like a little kernel of an idea like that. And then just kind of like shift it, change it a little bit, make it work for our narrative. Dude, Anunnaki uh, are a running, you know, like a, a running theory that's out there. Now, the way that we utilize them, we have the, our, our number one, our number one alien, Anu, and his progeny are the Anunnaki. Now, it's, it's to a certain degree a play on words. But on the same token, also as well as, uh, it alludes to, you know, beings that are out there that are able to do more than the normal average bear, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah, Mike, you're, you're dead on, man. That's a that's a huge one. I mean, people get into straight up fistfights over who's been probed, over who's, you know, a reptilian running for governor or, you know, yeah. whatever the case might be. My, I tell you, though. Yeah. No, no, you. I was going to say, you know, this. There's so many videos and interviews and documentaries out there of people that are coming forward with shit about like actual stories that happened to them that were working for the government right. and you know was a part of the team that was dr drilling holes to make tunnels and went down and next thing you know you know they, they broke through a wall and there was Grays mm. standing there. Meanwhile, he's security, so he took a shot at him. This guy who says the story, he's dead now. Supposedly he, he died by accident <laughs> in his house. But he was killed. He died so, by a laser his, accident. His fingers were all burnt off. 
And he used to lift his shirt. He had a, a, literally a hole, like, melted. Supposedly one of the rays from this guy's, these alien's guns, hit his hand in his side. And he did the, he, he did these stories for years, 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 years. Appearances, telling a story. And then he, he mysteriously died. A couple, I think it was like four or five years ago. It also, what have, yeah, what, is, what do you have to gain from that? Okay, you probably make some money, a little bit of money to survive and live. So the notoriety of that is going to make you like, oh, God, I got to do yeah. this. There's other ways to afford your triscuits and cheese whiz. Come on, come on. Well, like, so it doesn't, it doesn't make sense that there aren't aliens. Like, where's well, some, mathematically, where's some special horseshit touched by an that. angel bullshit? That's a you desire to feel special. My opinion is th this government doesn't want you to look up, dude. They want you to look down. They yes. want you to be all about the box, right? And do and, and we're all doing everything for the government. If, if we knew what was going out there or we knew what was going on after we die, we wouldn't give a shit. Well, that's the it. thing. We would be it's so a, much harder to it's control. It's a change, uh, such a exactly. change of perspective because if the end game means something different than what you thought – for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, yeah. there's going to be a, a shift. I mean, that that's a dynamo one. And like I said, it's it's got to be most... If this was Family Feud, that's got to be bang, number one. So, Charlie, we've given you a little time. Mine what's has you, to be what's number two. Favorite? What's your favorite if conspiracy? Guy? If it's not the fact that they're fucking greys and lizard people, it's the motherfuckers working with the greys and the, and the lizard people. And that is the elite... Top one percent yeah, of yeah, the one percent. Right. I'm not gonna say Illuminati, cause I, oh. I want to live, but I'm a fucking. I'm a. Well, I'm a say it rhymes with Fumunatati, uh, cause there's no <laughs> fucking way. There's no way. So this this COVID tragedy that's going on right now, four trillion dollars have been spent. Four. Trillion. Now to keep people at home. That's a lot of face masks. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be an asshole. But John, what'd you get? Like eight hundred bucks? What was your COVID check looking like? Six hundred bucks. I didn't get a COVID Zero. check. Uh, Sarge. My COVID check was less than Dick. Sarge, what'd you get? You got. A you got here. nothing. What? <laughs> so I got a. I got a little bit of change. Let me do some quick math well, for you guys. Took it all back. Exactly. Let me do some quick math for you guys. I'm doing math. Look at my math fingers. All of fucking Americans, plus any illegals who somehow snuck past to get a magic government check, does not fucking equal $4 trillion. Let's add some masks. Let's add some gloves. Let's add some ventilators. That shit's still not fucking Let's $4 trillion. numbers. So what happened? There's a motherfucker who owns a bank, like like, and he has a vault with gold coins, and some of it is Nazi stamps, and this motherfucker has skeletons in his closet that are still alive. There is no way that there is not this secret council of 13 motherfuckers, and it's not people you've seen it's not the fucking president. It's not some senator. It's some oh, it's guy. nobody that you would it's, be in the public eye. No, that would defeat the entire purpose. No, it's some guy, Pete Jones, who invented fucking rubber paint. That shit, when they, 
when they fill in Michelin tire in white magic marker, that motherfucker whose daddy made rubber, whose daddy made dirt, whose daddy made the boat that enslaved fucking people. These motherfuckers are out there. I'm a dirt manufacturer. They are out there, and people want to talk about, like, oh, are these, is there a secret society of celebrities that are eating children? Probably. You know what? You know what? There's definitely, there's definitely 12 motherfuckers eating celebrities. Now, my question to you is why 12? (laughs) Why specifically 12? Because if I was going to start a Legion of Evil, motherfucker would be 12. A dozen. You might be right, though. Hold on. No, he's right though, because the, the the lead group was called Majestic Twelve. That's fucking great. Now I'm not because... saying that Sarge, Mystic Twelve, Sarge Majest- said that shit. Majestic, Majestic. I said 12. the fabulous Dude, to free me. Bird I'm eight. like, uh, I'm like, oh, the Illuminati. So you're talking about like uh, Reed 12. Richards and Namor, like. Uh, so so clearly, I am outside. <laughs> I am not getting any secret meeting invitations anytime wait, soon. Wait, wait, John. What happened with your whole undercover experience that you were doing? Wait, which, <laughs> which one? Uh, the secret society. <laughs> um, oof, Can you even oof. talk about that? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. My so, brother's so going to get dead because of the Sarge. Does Charlie know about this? Yeah, Charlie knows, absolutely. Okay. I don't so, know so shit. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I had gone to, and and here's the thing: it, it it speaks to expectations. Get your phony stickers out of there. <laughs> um, it, it speaks to expectations because I attended, I attended six maybe six or seven, um, uh, me, Masons meetings, uh, and I fully, I fully expected. I was like, I'm gonna come out of here wearing a cape. I'm going to get the big textbook, like showing me where, you know, like all the secrets are and, you know, where not to make a left and what days to stay inside. And um, that particular, all I can say is the particular group that I was with, I don't think those mother suckers, I don't think they knew what days the temple was open, like what the regular, uh, the regular schedule was. It was, it was not that it was just. It was a, a bunch of guys sitting. It, you know, the the analogy that I'm going to use because you Damn know I was going to use one. The analogy that I was going to it was honestly it felt like bowling league night, but nobody was bowling. Everybody was very dressed up, ties, <laughs> jackets. You know, uh, they had a buffet going every night. Like I ate good, <laughs> but it was like bowling. It was like bowling league night. No, I'm not saying that particular experience is the same for everyone. Clearly, it's not. Um, I I know specific individuals who are, um, you know, who who are ranking, you know, ranking their way up to certain degrees, uh, and I'm positive that their experience is different than my own. Maybe it was a slow burn. Maybe like they weren't quite sure about <laughs> this this the new kid coming they, in. They knew you were Greek, so they had to like. They're yeah, like, they're like, what's this Spaghetto doing up in here? Let's keep our. <laughs> Let's 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 slow roll him. So <laughs> my patience didn't really uh, uh, yeah, yeah. worked against me in that sense. Maybe I'll pick it back up again. Who knows? Who knows? Pick it back up. But, uh, it didn't it didn't go as as Next expected. Next time he'll be invited to the draconic meetings. Well, but that's the fucked up thing. I think there's a group of 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 motherfuckers out there 
who think they're the secret society. And I think those motherfuckers are getting their strings pulled. I yeah. think there's all sorts of groups that they're like, yeah, Plumbers Union 83. We do yeah. all the shots. And it's re- and there's like some maniacal motherfucker just watching, watching all that stuff and making the, the real final, decisions. The final group, though, has got to be off planet. I, I really think that. I really do oh, think. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if, like. Because the, then that final group that's running off planet, there's probably 30 more groups that are in the, you know, in the damn universe running oh, shit. It's going to turn out like, Jesus is a plumber. He's okay. just on a real high level. The, the stars can you know, like, speak to it. Big, big huts and stuff. The stars can speak to it best. Uh, in the military, you can be of a certain ranking, and there are people below you. Uh, and those people have to do what you say, but there are, you know, you, you're going to run into somebody at some point, usually it's very, pretty quickly, who's yeah. ranked above you. Way above, too, sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, you might not have, you may not have expected to turn the corner um, and seen, you know, the uh, this this many, you know, this much paint on their chest or this many stars or whatever the case might be, but there's... You know, it's just like they, they used to tell you in sports growing up. There's always somebody smarter. There's always somebody faster. You just got to be willing to work harder. I mean, ultimately, you know, not not to make it like a after-school experience or anything like that. Um, but, you know, you have to kind of be prepared. If you go along with the, um, with the assumption that there's some stuff going on, there's gears spinning and connecting beyond you, outside of your peripherals, and they're going to be spinning and doing what they do with or without you, it makes it that much easier for you to stay on your course because you can't affect that other stuff. If Look, if there's dogmen running around my backyard, there ain't shit that I can do about it except make sure that my dog's food is set up high and you know then I attract them and climbing up the fire escape. I'm already feeding enough animals. I don't need to add dogmen to my, you know, to, to the to the list um, between the birds and the raccoons. <laughs> and before the raccoons I, and squirrels. Yeah. <clears throat> before I forget, though, <laughs> to go with the conspiracies, you know, there actually is a conspiracy of the Federation of Planets, mm. where this our whole solar system is like in a, 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 a like a fishbowl kind of zone where you can't be touched because for experimenting and all this other stuff. Oof. And uh, supposedly not supposed to touch the, the, but there's supposedly a draconic race that are almost like lizard-like. Oof. eight feet tall motherfuckers that eat humans and that are, are trying to run and they and they literally just run shit in the universe through fear and, and you know you know just fear mongering and they think they're the shit but they're really not let and they me, think they're you know like those suckers that one sucker yeah. in school talking shit he's diesel but you punch him once in his nuts and he goes down you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the kind of shit I know a lot a lot of motherfuckers like that you know what I'm saying I gotta ask you this <laughs> if you uh, Sarge you still eat flesh right you're still a meat yeah. eater a little bit if yeah you knew a chicken was just dumb as fuck if there was a chicken that you watched and he walked into the barn and he dragged his dumb little fucking beaked head and just was a really dumb chicken would you me. eat it that's me that's what the, that's what the lizard people see in us but that's what i mean would you eat it though would you eat that dumbass chicken probably i don't think i would <laughs> John, would you eat the chicken? I mean, you you know that I needed it to survive. No, no, no. I I mean, if you had options, 
There was a cow. Oh, no, I would not. There was a cow that's maybe not the dumbest cow. There's a cabbage that you're like, I'm pretty sure that cabbage ain't dumb. And then there's the dumbass chicken. Dude. Maybe 2020 me. just made us that chicken. There's a show. I, I need you guys both to watch the show. It's on Amazon. I'm going to get the name of it. Dr. D told me, said to watch it. This is like months ago. And I watched it. And it goes by this. Because it, go, it goes really into the missing children in the, in the, in the world. Like this, oh. it, there's literally hundreds of thousands of kids that yeah. go missing every year. Absolutely. And no one knows where they go. I'm sure some go in the sex trade and all this other crazy, weird, nasty stuff. But there's this, this guys that are talking on here. And the guy's in tears, crying, saying how, you know, that there's, there's this race of beings that literally eats them and he's crying saying like you don't, you don't even know what the, and, and you can feel that this guy's telling the truth it's, it's a documentary i gotta get the name of it i'm gonna give it to you guys and it, me and my wife watched it and we were like holy shit it was crazy you well, need to watch it i've it's said tough. i've said for a long time so like i i'm on my own what particular menu up, uh um a journey uh the the plant-based revolution for I me know. has been like Fuck yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try this, I'll try that. So my particular journey has been going a certain way, uh, and I'm 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 where I am right now. But for a very long time, the longest time, and it's funny, we have a, a Mike and I and and Charlie, we have a good friend. Oh, that's time, Shut baby. Shot and go. He cut you off. Die. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of children, Matt, oh. right there. Thanks, man. You better run. Oh, God, I love you. I'm getting a little. I am ten minutes. Ten minutes. He wishes. So, ten yeah, minutes. We will. Uh, we will uh, go ahead and hand off the baton to my lovely brother Charlie. Um, oh, that was his turn. That means it's his turn. That's the cutoff, man. It's that's like, shut up. So you guys can go ahead. Uh, the the listeners, viewers, what have you. Do us a favor. Go ahead, uh, comment, uh, throw us an opinion here or there. Let us know which conspiracy theories were missed, which ones that you're into or think are total bullshit, because sometimes that's fun as well. And uh, we'll actually be in the stream well, answering questions when this is on. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. We're going to be watching just like the rest of you suckers. Yeah. So. Not, not suckers. I want to move I, from the terrifying reality of lizard men, <laughs> dog men, and most scary of all, rich motherfuckers that control our destiny. And I want to I wanna set a record straight. I'm right now with the Sarge and with my brother. I want to make something perfectly clear. I have been accused crudely by our audience. Cruelly what? by our audience. I've been accused of being a killjoy when it comes to fun Sell outery. Now huh. I need to make a couple things perfectly clear. I mean, what? You have salty some a bitch on your business card. That's true. So, like, does it say that really? Friend. But <laughs> oh hell yeah, Sergeant says that. But I want to make uh, a couple things clear. Everyone knows that I know how to shill. You want a t-shirt? 
You want a fucking custom sticker? You want to throw the Sarge some stars? You want to like, comment, and subscribe to US Comics Cast or US Comics HQ do, on do all social Take media? Bad Mary Band. Bad Mary Band. You can go right now. Patch $10. Bad Mary Band, <laughs> baby. Dot com. What do you know about it? But I love when a cash grab is the right type of cash grab. And ladies and gentlemen, I sit here before you today in this beautiful episode 81 surrounded by wonderful cash grabs. So the other night, I'm kicking back. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a couple brewskis, enjoying watching the Sarge's stream. He's streaming The Last of Us, a part yeah. And I Watch make us. a comment. Electric oh, yeah. <laughs> I make a comment that the Sarge don't like. <laughs> I say regarding The Last of Us Part 2, I go, oh, yeah, this yeah. story could have uh, been uh, so much more. And Sarge has the audacity <laughs> to call me a sucker? I've been, listen, I've been down listen, since I'm day one-ish. I'm going to clarify <laughs> why I'm like that, okay? Uh, All the time. <laughs> and you know what it is? It, for mine and John's generation... Right, old growing up playing the Nintendo, playing the original PlayStation, we played games, and we got a game like holy shit, and we dove into the experience, and we loved every second of it. Nobody ever complained about the stories, about those characters. That character should have been this or that, or this should have been done instead. Now I feel like everybody in the last five to ten years breaks down every single thing about games and says how they're going to make it. Not not saying this, but this is why I was so always defensive. Because they always do it in my chat. I'm like, just play the game. Have fun. That's it. Just have a good time. I don't sit there and think about the, oh, this could be I just go with it, and then it, it immerses me in. And if it does, then it's great. If it doesn't immerse me, then I'm like, it's crap. And here's the thing, too. Like, I've, I've been on the, the bandwagon of certain games when they've, like, the buildup. I am a, I'm an optimist. I see a trailer for something. I see a description. I read an article about a game that's coming out. I'm like, ooh, I can't wait yeah. to plunk down my my shekels and and bring this home. Um, and then if it doesn't work out or if it doesn't meet my expectations, guess what? Whose expectations is it not meeting? Charlie's, the Sarge's, Mom's. <laughs> Yours. No, it's my. It was my expectations which were out of line with reality. So what do I do? I don't go on and leave. Let me leave a negative. Uh, let me leave a negative response. Uh, he's a back. He's a he's a negative one star. If I could give it less than one star, I will get out of here. Well, but no. What I do is I say, well, I'm an asshole. Lesson learned, and I close it up. And I have a drawer out there under my 65 inch, filled with games that I have not played forever. They're like out of print. They're dusty. I'm not gonna throw him away because I'm not an animal. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm playing that gameplay, by the way. <laughs> so, but that's why I never. That's why I never understood critics. I never understood yeah, critics, and I, I don't ever listen to them. Of critics right now. That's Ooh, the okay. issue. Well, here's. But oh here's, my god! If you're a super critic, if you're a metacritic, take a long walk. Well, what does that mean? They, they took a course to become a critic, and now they're special. It means that they have plenty. Of, look. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody yeah. has one, and they exactly. all stink. But they here's stink. but here's That's, my point. I like that. I like that. Now, <laughs> now here's like that. my point, because I agree with both of you. Everything you just said lines up with my life. But 
Heaven forbid I consider the Sarge's stream some shit I've personally dedicated hundreds of hours to or the goddamn show I host for the comic I co-founded. Heaven, oh, heaven oh. forbid I share. Baloney skin, man. How, how I dare. Even, you, didn't even, you didn't even get it like I gave it to some people. So I just, I just made a quick comment and how that was it. Dare oh. I Yo, share Charlie, my opinion? Can I tell you this? I have had. As I know mod, you and your brother. That's why. <laughs> as a mod, I have had my finger ready to ban a some what? bitch just because I didn't like their opinion. I'm like, you know what? You're an idiot. Like a ban. Oh yeah. Out of respect you to the song. Whoever you I want, Josh, Anytime. I don't care. That's it. That's licensing right there. But you guys heard it here first. But Watch here's out. here's ultimately <laughs> my point. That's a gross misinterpretation. Of who I am as a consumer. Because I just made fun of something, right? Yeah. 2K20. One of the worst reviewed video games of this year. And you're having fun with it. I can assure you the game sucks. But I pick <laughs> up my controller and I'm having a good ass time. Big smile on my face. Last of Us 2. I don't have a PlayStation. I watched... People play Last of Us 2. I watched yeah. the movie version. I watched Sarge's stream. When I see he's playing Last of Us 2, my butthole expands with joy. It's a horror movie, man. It's watching Sarge's Last of Us 2 stream is like watching um, one of the better episodes of Walking Dead. The, I'm like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, Look, the best is when I get stuck in a fight and I, I lose 27 times. And I, I like where I'm at now and I can't figure out how to beat it. I have to be totally so, honest. That's my favorite Sarge part. some dynamite. It bounces back, kills him. I'm like, oh. But it's literally like, like, it's the like, same it's thing. Like it's like that movie. But it, it keeps repeating the same thing over oh, and over yes, again. Uh, I love that movie, dude. Oh, my it God. It, it, like, no, it's... um. That was the one of the, that was the, uh, the working title. The was anime, Big the original, the, oh, the, the original uh, source material uh, was uh, called "Live Die Repeat." Actually, yeah, yeah. it's based on Edge of Tomorrow. No, no, Edge, Edge of, of Tomorrow. tomorrow yes, yes, and um, I, if I'm not mistaken, don't they have uh, like a, a decade after the fact sequel yes. happening? Supposedly, yeah. I hope oh. so. But not, I liked it. Tom Cruise is a fucking star. I, I want this to be official. This is my conspiracy theory. Tom Cruise is anything less than perfection. Fuck you. Tom and, Cruise is the best. And if Tom Cruise is here, the aliens are right here. No, no. He has definitely met aliens. No, no. Me. If Tom Cruise is here, the aliens are here. That <laughs> motherfucker's lizard boy. Dude, he has those snow wrinkles. He is a lizard. He has a center tooth. That's how you he's know you're an alien. <laughs> well, nobody's got a center tooth. A center tooth. He's got a middle tooth, I'm and so I want to see everything he makes. Yeah, I'm gonna see everything Top Gun Eight in 12 years, and he's gonna be riding the fucking wing of a real jet for some fucking reason. But this is my point, you jibber jabbering buttholes. <laughs> my point is, Last of Us Two. Or last week I talked about the Rorschach comic. Or I've talked about the 95th take on Batman with Robbie oh Patterson coming out. Salty, or the 16th Spider-Man. The kid is salty like he just came home from the beach. No, no, no. Not salty. Because today a trailer dropped that is so oh. clearly 
Halo? A cash grab. It is so clearly something Halo. intended that they said, you know who will buy this on Blu-ray huh. early? You know who's going to buy the collector's edition? Wait, you know what? who's going to buy this shit on Beta, Zeta, I don't know. VHS, Bill and Ted Face the uh, Music, Bill and Ted 3, Bill and Ted 3, the trailer came out, and like a little kid, on Christmas morning, I sat Indian style with a Pop-Tart, and I What's watched it? that trailer, not once, not twice, not thrice, but seven times. I watched it. I posted it on movie forums. I sent it to friends. And each time I did, I watched it again. Now, I know what oh you're saying. God. Did Bill and Ted 2 even need to exist? And let me answer. Fuck. Yes, it did. Let me ask you <laughs> well, this. 20 years later. You know what I, later, I loved about I the trailer? Is that they referenced... A lot of times what, what I've noticed in these like a decade after the fact sequels is that they're making sequels, in essence, to the original, right? They're largely ignoring a lot of the sequels that came after the fact because they, frankly, they weren't as good. If they were as good, they would have kept on making them then. Um, not Bill and Ted. They referenced Bill and Ted 2 almost immediately, and I was I was... Giddy. I was like, yay, good there, for you. There is the size of the balls to produce <laughs> that trailer. So let me just go through a couple greatest hits. Because what I want to talk about is not just Bill and Ted. It's not just sequels. But it's how genuinely exciting it is. The prospect that a new ver Like, the next installment of some shit. And I have proof. But let's really quickly talk about this Bill and Ted trailer. I'll ask you this. Sarge... Would you consider yourself a fan of the Bill and Ted film franchise? Yes. John, what about you? Of course. So well, in what fucking universe is a Bill and Ted 3 not welcome? Now let I don't me remember just... number two, though. What's that? I don't remember two, number two. Two is when they died. I don't remember that one. I don't remember they the first one. They had evil robot usses murder yeah. oh, them. Yes, I remember that one. They went to <laughs> hell. Heaven. And they beat the devil in there's board alien games. In, he in heaven, there's the aliens, little hairy dudes with the big uh, noses and stuff. I'm going to have to go back and just watch the whole, all of them all over again. Station is my shit. Uh -huh. But what uh -huh. this trailer did, because it's 2020, so some shit changed. In Bill and Ted 2, they go in the future, they learn how to play. They come out with babies, and the babies are Bill Jr. and Ted Jr., 2020 said, we need some broads. Let's get some broads and not pull a Ghostbusters 2016. Let's have it be good. That's right, Ghostbusters 2016. Don't think I like you. I don't. Throwing shade all over so the place. They, so now they have... Never seen it. They Still have, seen it they have like Tedna and Belina. And it's just oh. two hot-ass girls are Bill and Ted's kids. And it fucking rips. They're doing impersonations of Bill and Ted. I'm fucking I'm here it for it. There's no version of Bill and Ted 3 that I don't, with open arms, accept. I say, come here, Bill and Ted 3. Ooh, like the dogmen we were just talking about. I'm going to scratch behind the ears. I'm going to give it all my goddamn money. They do a toy line. I'm going to buy it. 
The soundtrack, Wait. I'm going to so, download it. It's on. It is you're saying, on. You're saying it doesn't compare to the Lost Boys 2? <laughs> well, but that's, that's a great example. People confuse my trepidation with something like the new Rorschach comic that's going to come back or come out taking place 30 years later with a character I watched get turned into jelly as John so astutely put it on last week's episode. But oh, I heard that. Also, yeah. But the, the lost boys too was a, a loveless cash grab and loveless cash grabs. Cash How grabs, much money do you think they actually cash grab from that? 85 Nothing. bucks. I don't know. What's the insurance for a flop? Well, here, here's the thing. So that that being said, and I'm not sure if this was the direction that you wanted your topic to go, but this is where I'm going to take it because I'm going to see EO. Um, there, there are – I'm going to go ahead and uh, unholster my reroute gun and say that the, the better ways to take certain projects – Bill and Ted is a, a very uh, specific, unique example because you have – two actors who are still very much capable of portraying the, the, the roles and still, you know, and there's still story to tell certainly there when two wrapped up, there was, you know, we've lost some, some people, you know, um, you know, we, we've lost, uh, Carlin and, you know, like there's you peace. couldn't, you couldn't make a direct sequel the way that maybe you could have a decade ago, but there was still meat on the bone, right. For lack of a better term. Um, but what they ended up doing was taking it, you know, using that time differential to their benefit, saying, like, look, this is how much time really expired. We can use that in our storytelling. But the the Lost Boys a sequel that I'm very interested in, and this is something they're talking about, is a David prequel. I'd watch the shit out of that. I the would actual be Lost Boys 2 sucks. But I'm saying, like... the. And it wouldn't be Lost Boys. It would be one of those Lost Boys, you know, uh, uh, semicolon, whatever, David, or whatever the fuck they want to the call it. stars that are out. Lost I gotta Boy. I got to say that one of the – I love Lost Boys. If it doesn't have the muscle-bound saxophone player, I'm not, I'm not going. What, so what, do you think he's an actual vampire that's been around for hundreds of years too? It's just like <laughs> – I mean, if I'm writing the script – it Which Hollywood <laughs> come calling, but it's it's there are so many properties begging for a follow up. Yes. Uh, Last of Us Two. I'm not going to spoil it, but bring on Last of Us Three. Bring on Last of Us Four. You know that they will until the audience stops wanting it, and that audience. Last of Us Two is a great example of some people are like, boo, zero out of ten. First of all, what does that mean? You liked it or you didn't, so you didn't like it. Okay, I I acknowledge you didn't like it. Other people are like twelve out of ten. Not how math works, you fucking idiot. Um, oh my god. And and I think, I'm gonna take two points from another game that I didn't like and give it to this one. I think I I think something like Last of Us because it's it is sacred in the video game community, but it was kind of designed for further adventures. Or last week we talked about. Indiana Jones, like you've done as much with Indiana Jones as you should do at this point, like John said last week. With Harrison Ford. Yeah, you could do that world can afford more. Or Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted is a beloved movie, but it is not 
Godfather. If they did a Godfather 4, there should be a riot. Like, what the fuck do you have left to say about Godfather? What Mainly have... that they were sorry about Godfather 3. <laughs> God, he was terrible. Which, again, yeah. I don't know if it was our dad, John, but Godfather 3 is on. I watch it because I fall back at them and tell them, like, this is a movie. I'm going to see it. I mean, it's a movie. It's a movie. But what? Well, let me ask you this, because for me, Bill and Ted is very much the answer. This Bill and Ted 3 could be terrible, but there's going to be part of me that seeing these actors act in the way they did in two other films, no matter what, it's starting off as likable as hell. Keanu Reeves acts in that way in every movie. So, <laughs> and he's and he's he's my Tom Cruise. Um, and I'm not <laughs> saying by quality. I'm saying I would take a bullet for Keanu Reeves. I so I want to I want to pose he's a, a good human. He's I, a good human. I want to pose a question to you guys: Please. Is there a franchise, be it a video game, be it a movie, be it a book series, that they could? really not ever fully fail you like it having more will always be welcome it having mm. a bad follow-up it wouldn't hurt the hurt of it being you bad turning it into a movie you mean it could be turned into a movie it could be turned into a sequel you can really take this in a million directions i want to know is there a franchise that in essence can't do wrong by you and by that i mean even if it was a bad sequel you're like, well, at least I got a little bit more. And it wasn't There's for more me. of it. I'll give you an example. <laughs> Fast and Furious is a franchise that now has a ton of people who hate it. As far as I'm concerned, bring me seven more Hobbs and Shaws. I still watch it every time it's Those done. movies are ridiculous. The, and I yeah. hate them, but it I also the love them. I <laughs> love them. You know what I mean? They are the Rice Krispie Treats of movies. I don't really like it, but I kind of fucking love it. So I'll start off with you, John. Is is there something? You're an intellectual. You and I fix bad prospects all the time. You and I have gone over That's what true. the Marvel Cinematic Universe should do, what the DC Universe should do. I come here and I lament about Joker War and three Jokers and Batman wearing a silver suit now for some <sighs> goddamn reason. Is there a franchise to you that's like Bill and Ted to me? Make more is is always going to be welcome. Yeah, um, without question. And this is actually a a conversation that I've had um, in one iteration or another with literally every single one of my friends. At this point, the Sarge included. Um, And even some people that aren't friends, because I like to hear them sound (laughs) stupid. And know that I was right to not like them. You had a random 7-Eleven? Um, I have heard... Uh, people have been of the opinion... Stop making Star Wars movies. Quote-unquote Star Wars movies. And I'm, I look at them... And it's it takes every fiber... Of my control... And... Um, you know, like... Good decision... Like the angel pops up and is just like... Tugging on me... Like I was... You know, Black Beauty... Just trying to pull the reins and go flying down the hill into the fire like a war horse himself. Um, all I want to do is across the face. Star Wars, God bless George Lucas and God damn George Lucas in the same breath because he has created and did his very best to put a pillow over the face of and smother to death 
one of the things that's the greatest loves of my life. The Star Wars universe is, for lack of a better term, fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just awesome. It's yeah. just awesome. It has so many things about... Come on, Nobody's man. Stories, man. There is... Look at the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. That's freaking fantastic. And, and here's you the said, thing. And, so and... it's the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, oh, what about the Mandalorian over here? Oh, God. <laughs> So, so yes, it, it, the Sarge brings up a perfect point because every time that you watch Jar Jar and you want to pull your beard hair out and think, I am never, ever watching anything Star Wars ever again, even old shit, because Jar Jar has got me to the point where I'm so angry, or even the, the more recent um, the, the more recent contributions to the canon. Um, some people didn't like... Um, the Last Jedi, or some people didn't like the Clone Wars, uh, the the you know the 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 movie I'm talking about. Some people don't like the animation that we're seeing, but almost universally, we're all swinging on on Favreau Schwartz for what he did with the fucking Mandalorian. So, it, Star Wars to me is one of those things. It's like Thanksgiving dinner. Some years, it's a little overcooked. Maybe they, they, they dragged out the wrong stovetop recipe, and you're like, I just want the red fucking box. I don't want to hear about giblets and pulling something out of the asshole to make... No, give me stovetop and make it quick. So Star Wars to me is like Thanksgiving dinner. Some years, it's the it's not what you... I'm, I'm being careful here because I don't want to break my own policy. Some years, it lets you down. We'll put it that way. Some years, though, you're like, ooh... Rebel One, what's up, son? Mandalorian, ooh, baby, I loved Solo. I now I love the character. So Solo would have had to lit the 3D in Solo would have had to have been so good that my man came down off the screen, walked up to me in the seventh row, and kicked me square in the nuts for me to like fuck Solo. Ooh, goddamn, that hurt. So they would have had to go a long way for me not to like Solo. I realize that I'm a I'm a shill for fucking Han Solo. But uh, Star Wars, in general terms, keep on giving me more. I realize there's going to be some times that what they give me, I'll be like, hmm, not so much this year. I can't wait for Christmas. But more often than not, I'll be like, God damn, that was some Star Wars. Ooh, I love some Star Wars. There's yeah, something so about that, that's There's something about that sound of a lightsaber. Oh That's God. the equivalent of, of it, smelling Harley. a turkey being cooked. You're like, ooh! Give me that space shot with some heavy orchestrations <laughs> and some pew-pews. Uh, I'm there. You you have me. Here's my money. I'll give it to you. I will pay for the same thing over and over and over again to the day I die. I love it. All right. Sarge, hit us. I have one. I have a game one, and then I have one that could possibly be. Do okay? it. First and foremost... For the game one, the Zelda series, okay? Oh, Every Zelda game has been fantastic. Every one of them has been fantastic. If, if the right person would make that into a movie, it's Imagine. possible it can go a lot of places. It, it, it's a huge story with that. I love Zelda. Every game is fantastic. The Lord of the Rings trilogy. The Lord of the Rings series with The Hobbit. Mm -hmm. I grew up loving it. I'll the animated it. series were fantastic. All three Lord of the Rings were fantastic. All three, the, the Hobbit versions were fantastic. They weren't as great, but they were still fantastic. The story was smaller scale. 
Small scale, exactly. Well, there's something about that that I think people get so <clears throat> caught up in. It's like these Star Wars films aren't as good as the three that I love the best. Well, that's because you love them the best, motherfucker. Yes. I don't even... Yeah, people people have... Um, honestly, like, you go to a hotel and there's a Bible in every hotel room, <laughs> basically. I suggest that they should do the same thing with the sources. Because people usually start talking and flapping their gums... And they mean to say one thing, but they say 100%. another. It's not that they're saying. Uh, let me let me rephrase it. They're saying one thing, but what they really mean is, it's not that this is good or this is bad. What they really mean is, I like this better yes, than that. hundred yeah. percent. Especially when there's a long enough, when there's enough uh, uh, content that you can easily compare one to the other, compare a trilogy to another trilogy, compare an era to another era. Like, do you realize that you want to talk about privilege? That's a motherfucking privilege. Like, you know, my favorite Star Wars was 742. Motherfucker, how many Star Wars did you get? So, (laughs) so yeah, Mike makes a a very good point. And, Mike, let me ask you. So, uh, just, just backtracking a little bit. So, something like Zelda that has such a rich tapestry of story that you can go on with. I'll, I'll put out there for example, and certainly not a one for one, but um, something like the Witcher, right? Which has books and games and yeah. all this, 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 uh, um, this, this deep content to pull from, or we just wrapped up um, and people had a lot to say towards the very end, but I, I think that was their heart talking. This is my dark was um no what was talking about fucking uh what call it uh you know um the fuck Char- charlie help help me out here uh, i don't God. give me any descriptor a series H- hbo my man john snow game of thrones, game of thrones. So, that's, my people, that's my third one people that's were talking like so many they, stories they couldn't wait to to ch- chirp and say i think this i think that this is rust Look, I think we can all agree that the last season was rust. But it was but, still great. But you know what, though? It was still better than fucking 99.7% of the other trash. I liked it better than... To make a I liked it. What if we compare it to, like, Real Housewives, which is the better fucking narrative experience? Well, well, if you, well, you set know what, the Charlie, scale correctly... Some, some people, so that's some people's taste. I have no problem with people loving something like... Real Housewives. I have, oh, totally. Look, if that's what you're about, do it. But it's not a question at that point of like, this is better than that. Oh, it's no, yeah. more personal. Like, I like this more than that. But my question for, for Sarge was this. So Lord of the Rings is a good example because we got the movie versions. And Peter Jackson, God bless him, he handled it with love. He yeah. loved that shit. Um, now we're getting on Amazon, we're getting series format. So that gives you more time. Now, recently, um, I have kind of come of the opinion that in most of the things that I love that haven't seen adaptations yet, I would perform prefer long form. Give me like a, a well-funded, <laughs> well-done long form, something like Stephen King's uh, um, you know, Dark Tower series. Like at this point, I don't want it to be a movie. I yeah. want it to be serial. Well, they so can it, you so. imagine? Yeah, but but you know, though, whatever. It is what it is. Um, but for something like 
the link is running around and you can get him Sarge for two hours or you can get him for an hour a week for 18 weeks for three or four or five years. Come on. What are you going to sign up for? Exactly. And that, but the whole thing with Game of Thrones with House of Dragons that's coming out, like they have, there's so many stories they can tell in the series now. It's not going to shit the bed. It's going to be fantastic. But it's also, gonna, but even if it shit the bed, there's going to be, be fucking fantastic. dragons in it, baby. Exactly. And right now, there I ain't got no dragon, dragon show. Shit in the bed. But that's I mean, how Lord of the Rings is going to be. Same thing. You're, you're going to bring a great, great special effects and all the great. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Because it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, it used to be fake ads, but now we want to talk about shit we genuinely love. Legitimate. Yes. Legitimately love. I'll start off this week, and I want to talk about the brand new AEW toy line from Jazzwares. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking you go in. Where the hell do you even get toys? Jazz hands? People, jazz wears, baby. Oh. But it gives me jazz hands because this shit is sick. I know what, what you're is... thinking. There's no Toys R Us anymore. Where the hell do you even find an action figure? Let alone a wrestling action figure. And that's ringside collectibles. Collectibles. I've had a couple <laughs> drinks. Um, <laughs> What's amazing about this, this is going to have your traditional $20 action figures lining your Walmarts, your Targets. It's even going to be in your, your, your Genovese's or whatever the hell version still exists. But if you go to Ringside Collectibles, uh, Ringside CC, a close personal digital friend of mine, you can get limited edition deluxe packaging, mm. deluxe edition Little bit of the bubbly, Chris <laughs> motherfucking Jericho. Look oh my God. at this. We got <laughs> Chris Jericho with a bottle of champagne. We got him with a wireless remote with a shit-eating grin. We got a beautiful little bit of the bubbly. Fitted getting a shirt. good crotch shot, too. The package on that Damn, guy. look at that. <laughs> no. Deluxe crotch action. Now, I cannot tell you for the life of me, how exciting something as dumb as this box set is. It comes with a deli tray. Recreating <laughs> after he won his championship. It comes with his title belt, looking all shiny, looking all, right. all delightful. But since he referenced, referenced the deli tray with olives, look <laughs> at it and see how there's only one row of crackers. That's because in real keep life, the carbs down. in real life, his deli tray only had one row of crackers. They made a custom mold to sell me in a deluxe champagne they little saw bit you of coming the bubbly. A mile away. Dude, his blood pressure is going to go through the roof right <laughs> I know. The kid, gets, the kid gets juiced, man. Ringside exclusive from Jazzwares. This line single-handedly 
has gotten me to give a crap about wrestling action figures, which are predominantly oiled up half-naked men. I mean, look, whatever uh, makes you happy, Charlie, I am all about. That's a dynamite, dynamite pitch. Uh, if they're looking for a pitch man, I, I think they pretty much have it. Uh, and any son of a Ranger icon is a friend of mine. So I'm gonna, I'm always gonna be Team Jericho. Um, for my unsolicited plug of the week, uh, I, I want to kind of, I'm gonna give the the listeners, viewers, a little insight into uh, the Johniverse. Uh So every day I get up, uh, if I have the dogs with me, they're usually standing on my chest. Maybe I'll take them out. Maybe I'll have some, take a little pee, take a walk, do whatever. Um, but incorporated into my new routine has been something that, frankly, you know, has has I've been looking for something that I could kind of uh, get addicted to in in a positive way, something that would become part of my normal schedule. That I would feel good about. Okay, John, are you? And this was, is your ad for feverishly masturbating? Oh my um, god! I, I, all right, so so automatically I said when the day starts, not when the day ends. So listen, <laughs> if you're gonna contribute to the conversation, you gotta listen first. All right. Um, no, we're talking about the beginning of my day, uh, and and like I said, I mean, I have been looking for this um, for a long time. I am straight up addicted. I. I will say this. I a sentence I never thought I would ever say was, I own a yoga mat. Okay, a yoga mat, but I'm not doing yoga. I'm putting. That's right, Charlie. I'm putting thumb and finger together and making that diamond. Another professional wrestler pitch job is coming. Diamond Dallas Page. You're a you're a big, strong, beautiful man. If you were here, I'd kiss you in the mouth and wouldn't feel. Any shame in my game about it. Guys, I have been doing DDPY, a.k.a. Diamond Dallas Page Yoga, for a few weeks now. I'm proud to say that I've dropped a good 15 pounds at this point. I do it every day. I'm feeling stronger. I feel better about myself. It has affected... (laughs) (laughs) Sarge, I'll send you the link. I I, I need it. It has affected... Every waking moment of my day, I hear the man's voice in my head. When I'm not doing the app in the morning, I'm able to bang it out in, in an hour, uh, sometimes even less. Sometimes I'll do a two-a-day if the weather is too shady or hot or rainy, whatever, outside. Um, it's For me personally, it's working in the sense that, like, look, this is... This is well researched. You have solely. I sent the sergeant example. The gentleman's name escapes me. He was a paratrooper, American hero. Thank you for your service, Sarge. Obviously, he knows I'm in him as well. But um, this gentleman was a paratrooper, had hundreds of jumps. Every time he landed, his knees and back were impacted to the point where the man couldn't couldn't walk without the aid of two canes. Uh, started doing DDP. Uh, all I'm gonna say is the video that I shared to the Sarge has has gone viral, uh, deservedly so. He was doing hands uh, headstands by the end of it. He's uh, I've seen him do uh, classes standing along uh, side DDP. Um, it's inspiring. 
and it works. Look, the bottom line is it works. People have um, other things that they that work for them that they can get involved with, they can get addicted to. Gyms are closed though right now in a lot of places. People are struggling. The people are looking. The 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 uh, the Corona 15 is a real thing. Um, for me, I lost that 15. So I have nothing but positive things to say about DDPY. Diamond Dallas Page, I love you, brother. I read the book. I'm all in. Um, DDPY, check it out. It's on. It's on. Uh, uh, you you can do it on the iTunes Store, the app. You can watch the videos. They have it on YouTube. Guys, do it if you're looking for something, even just to change it up. While while the world is crazy as it is now, something a little different. I cannot speak highly it enough is, about uh, it. I, just not, not to piggyback on it. I'll keep it super but short. You will. Um, super, super short. It's something I, I did for a while. I fell off. There's no shame in falling off the, the, the mountain. One thing I could tell you is because I haven't done it in a couple weeks, suddenly like my right knee hurts again. When you're doing DDPY, your back feels good. Your shoulders feel good. Your knees feel good. It is amazing. I I fully support John's uh, ad this week. Oh, wait, what are they showing? Well, <laughs> somebody laying down. Anyway, this is the app, guys. It's it's great. Um, they have live live uh, um, <clears throat> sessions that you can jump in on. Um, you can look at pre-recording if you like a particular session. There's a session that I actually like to start my day with. Uh, my day with, which is um, uh, Red Hot Core. I think it's called Plus. So it's like 20 minutes, but you do all core shit. Look, you had something late at night that you felt bad about. Burn that shit off first thing in the day. Work up a sweat. Grab a shower. Start your work day. It's like I like I said. I've developed a. Uh, it's part of my routine now. I can't think about starting my day without it. I would feel worse about it if I didn't. So that's my pitch. DDP, you're the man. He really, really is. Uh, so without further ado, John, I heard you're introducing our third topic today. Damn straight. So, so the first topic was really Sarge's topic that I just took the. Uh, I went ahead and and uh, introduced for him, but we always do like to cater to our guest, and this is indeed an XL edition of U.S. Comics Cast. Uh, look, so, not everyone is going to be as into this. I realize as me. I do know for a fact, though, that two people who are going to be just as into it as me are joining me on the program today in the Sarge and Charlie Rock, because one of the inspirations for everything that we're doing, whether it's good comic book storytelling, whether it's podcasting, whether it's sitting around and bullshitting with our friends, what have you. If, if there was a Mount Rushmore carved into the Black Hills Mountains, sacred uh, sacred uh, um, territory of an indigenous people who we didn't care too much about and we just carved shit in anyway, this guy would be on ours. And it is none other than Silent Bob himself, Kevin Smith. We talk about the guy often, but rightfully so. Uh, we were disciples during the comic book men days. And, you know, we've sat with Mike and Ming themselves and uh, appreciated their knowledge and expertise. Uh, we love everything in the Kevin Smith world. Damn straight. You know it. Uh, but Kevin Smith, uh, as all great men ultimately do, they 
step outside of their, their themselves, their own worlds that they've made for themselves, and they show us how truly great they are because they can succeed outside of that fishbowl of their own creation. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, has taken under his creative wing another property which is near and dear to my heart as a child of the 80s. I know Sarge is right in that same territory. And if you peek over this shoulder in the upper uh, right-hand quadrant, you'll see a pop of my man himself, one of my most valuable pops. Showrunner Kevin Smith says that the voice work on Netflix Masters of the Universe! Wait, on Netflix? Has reached completion. The voice work is done on Netflix. Damn straight, Sarge. Damn straight. It's going to be on Netflix. Now, here is the thing. And there have been, in my experience, there have been confusing stories regarding He-Man... Prince Adam, Tila, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, uh, and the like. Skeletor, I left you out on purpose. I love the you. Dolph Lundgren version, by the way, to see Oh, my God, so fun. So good. So, so fun. good. I love, I love um, <laughs> Here's the thing. We have heard about, or at least I thought, we've heard about multiple versions of He-Man coming to Netflix. Not just multiple versions because they're making a movie version, uh, a new movie, apparently, and that was on again, off again. But, and not just multiple He-Men, maybe on different platforms. No, no, no. We're getting two different He-Men, both on Netflix. However. Both movies? Series. But what we're getting from Kevin Smith is the animated continuation of the series that went off air sometime around 86 when the Mets winning their last championship (laughs) and I'm very thankful baseball is back that was the last time they saw a new cartoon He-Man oh not no more Skeletor we are getting brand new He-Man cartoons from my main man Lunchbox himself God bless Kevin Smith uh, guys, I want to know. I mean, I think I'm pretty clearly on record on how I feel about it. Um, I am going to drop in one other tidbit on why I'm so excited, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pH test the water right now before I dive in. How excited are you two, motherfuckers? <laughs> well, listen. Put it this way: when I was eight years old. The, the way I found about Santa that was not real is when I went upstairs in Queens, oh. my father's best friend's apartment, oh. opened his opened the closet, and, skill, and, and, and Castle Grayskull was in there that I wanted for Christmas. So I've loved He-Man my whole life. Okay? Oh. So <laughs> I had Castle He-Man, Grayskull. He-Man actually walked you through, like, the one hand that was uh, uh, muffs, uh, grass. Muffs. Yeah, don't listen. The, the one grasping hand and the one hand that was like... <laughs> he took you in the Kung Fu grip hand and it said, Little Mike, I'm going to get you through this, bro. Me and my Dorothy Hamill page boy haircut, we're going to make it all right. That was my favorite. I loved that. I loved, I had Battle Cat and I loved him. He was the best. Battle I used to him all the time. Had the little, you could feel the fur on him. 
Oh, Battle Cat was the jam. No, uh, I didn't even know about this. This is pretty interesting. Now, Grinjor was a full-on bitch. Oh, biatch. To take the, take he, was like my, he was like my cat Boots. Want to strike? <laughs> so, so Charlie, again, we know that you worship at the altar. How do you feel about the the man in shorts and the So, so what's amazing about a property like He Man, for me, the youngest thirty-five-year-old of oh. all time. Of all time. He-Man. Fake uh, uh, sponsorships. He-Man should have been something that was, frankly, before my time. But luckily for me, I had a much older brother who had a pension for keeping things nice. A pension, too. So I got a crate of (sighs) He-Man hand-me-downs. Still have them? I wish. No, I because wish. I would want them back. It's true. You'd be hanging around the, on the background. Exactly He-Man right. Man, exactly. So I got this pile of He-Man <laughs> toys. And then on top of it, He-Man was so successful that in the early 90s, you could still get out of Genovese, you could get a Stinkor for like two bucks. So I was still getting He-Man toys well after its time. Then... Just when you thought little Charlie, little adorable, pudgy, stupid ass Charlie, tiny didn't have enough He Man, tiny, tiny. <laughs> tiny Tiny and all, didn't have enough uh, uh, He Man shit to love. The Cartoon Express, USA, Cartoon Express at like 6 a.m., would show uh-huh. an episode of He Man before G.I. Joe. Before Voltron to finally uh, get a, me to my precious Ninja Turtles. Now you take all that background that is. and you say, oh, by the way, one of your favorite, uh, not only uh, directors, not only writers, one of your favorite people to admire is going to bring that shit from the ashes. Oh, no, not my, not my stinkor right. looking brother with that delicious gray hair. But Kevin piece, man. Smith? But who's gonna play He-Man? And and this is the why the Sarge is has the rank that he does. It's well earned, and that's exactly that. What I was gonna. That's right. Break out the bootlegs because uh, you can't afford the real thing. The the as excited as I was that a we were gonna con- get a continuation of the crazy He-Man world. And it was goddamn the, the crazy. Cartoon version. First and foremost, let me say that literally every day, clearly no one can ever accuse me of not being anything other than a, a creature of habit. I am one of those people. I do things the same way every time. The He-Man opening, if you guys cast your mind back, they did the John and Charlie patented. Let me tell you the whole backstory of He-Man within the opening credits, and you'll be ready for whatever happens next. Yeah. Opening, that's, again, a trademark patent pending. Um, if you guys remember, after they go to the diatribe, oh, he's a little bitch to call Prince Adam, except when he says, I got the power, and then all of a sudden he's He-Man, and he'll fuck up your day, especially if your name is Skeletor, blah, blah, blah. Um, if you remember, they wrapped that up with He-Man pulling back in the first person and dropping a haymaker square to the screen. Every day, boys and girls, cool cats and kittens, every day I would stand in front of my boyhood home's coffee table, and as He-Man would punch, 
I would straight up sell it like old school WWF and be like, ugh, like He-Man was punching me. I'd fly over the coffee table and land on the couch. And every day, because she's also a creature habit, our mom would be like, John, stop jumping on the couch. Every day. Every day. Oh, my so, God, days, man. So that's A number one, the best part. But B number two, uh, just slightly under, is this fucking cast. Here's who we got. Deirdre ba- uh, Bader. <laughs> Kevin Conroy, who most of us know as the best Batman voice ever. He's Merman. Liam Cunningham, who anyone who Game of Thrones fans like myself, the Onion Knight himself is playing Mad at Arms. Ooh, I can't wait. He's like my favorite fucking uh, character from I Game love of Thrones. Love him. Uh, Susan Eisenberg is the sorceress. Sarah Michelle Geller, Buffy herself. She is playing Tila. Ooh, Tila was my first. Ooh. Sarah Michelle Geller. How does she even look now? Delicious. Who cares? This is just her voice. It's animation. She looked good. Um, oh, this is the animation version. Animation, okay. son. Now, you want to talk about great voiceover artists. And you want to talk about Star Wars being the shit, McGit. How about a little Mark Hamill as fucking Skeletor? How about that? Oh, yeah. That, I, I, see that, I see that happening. How about a little... You want to talk about Game of Thrones? You want to throw a little uh, uh, Queen from 300 in there? Maybe Lena, a little Lena Headley as Evelyn? That's good. That's good. Okay, how about that? How about Phil Lamar, Funny Mother Sucker, as Hero? How about Justin Long, if you're talking about Funny Mother Suckers, as Roboto? How about Jason Muse? Snoogans! Snoogans, snoots to the booch. I just filled the mother sucking cup as Stinkle. <clears throat> Focusing on that shit while I'm reading. Um, Griffin Newman is playing Orko. Alan Oppenheimer is Moss Man. Um, the list goes on so and on. Sick. Henry Rollins, a rockin', a rockin' mother sucker, is Triclops. Uh, Alicia Silverstone is Queen Marlena, and and uh, the young lady who we've all watched, um, protectively, lovingly so, uh, who we've watched grow up to a fine young woman, Harley Quinn Smith herself, is playing Alina. Um, so so awesome. and 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 we don't want to you know kind of we don't want to leave it off, but. The title character himself, He-Man, is being played by Chris Woods. Guys, I cannot wait. It can't come soon enough in this COVID-encrusted bullshit life that we're all living right now. Chris Woods. Give me some He-Man, please. Please, I take just, me to Castle Grayskull. You wanna take s- Wait. You want to talk about some <clears throat> entertainment, just some, like, borderline... Classic wrestling. The good guys always win. The bad guys always lose. Sometimes you get a to be continued where they're like, will he man be? Fuck yes, he will. And I'm going to tune into this shit to watch him punch Stinkor in his fucking booty hole. (laughs) I'm going to watch him just throw hands with Skeletor. Here's here's my thing. And and obviously He-Man, you know, this... We're some full grown ass men getting all, you know, getting all semied up a bit, a, a cartoon, an old cartoon to boot. <laughs> but this is one of those things where, like, y- like you, you find a, um, 
You find money in a winter coat that you haven't worn all for months and months, and you stick your hands in the pockets and pull out a 20. This is that feeling. Like, this is that. I wasn't expecting this, but damn, am I going to. Oh, boy. I know somebody, uh, somebody at the club who's going to earn this the hard way, if you know what I mean. Um, I am so. I'm so. So excited, you know. You, you want to talk about like again? Charlie's throwing the, the the white hat, black hats out out there. Um, it's just the 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 fucking journey is is the best. I mean, I I don't know, Mike. I'll I'll, I'll throw it to you. Um, obviously, again, as as a, a fellow '80s kid, you know, He Man gives you. He Man just never let us down. Like he was just for a guy running around in furry bikini bottoms. He just was everything that that was needed at the time. I mean, oh you know, wh- wh- how are you doing with this information, brother? I like it. I think it's, I I, I want to hear about the uh, the movie as well, man. Yeah, See, you know, who's gonna play? It. But I, you know what always confused me about He Man though, Castle Grayskull is a good castle. Yeah. Right. But Skeletor is in Castle Grayskull. What did he take well, it over? Well, here's the thing. It's not so much that Castle Grayskull well, is good. The castle. sword it's gets power from power. the castle. Right, yeah, it's the so, power source. That, but so just like anything else, something is, if something is a powerful object, it can be used for good or bad purposes. But Skeletor like always had Castle Grayskull, or did no. he hijack it? No, he Skeletor just looks like Castle Grayskull. He just looks just like him. He just, he's think, not there, right? I th- no, I think no, it was only not. like one or two very rare occasions. Homeboy took up one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe there was one point where he got his mail there, but it was a small window. <laughs> like two and, episodes, and they got kicked yeah, out. Of yeah. Like hit the bricks. Here's my favorite thing, and, and I'll, I'll say this, and then I'll hand it over to whoever wants to run with the baton. Um, I'm super excited because Mark Hamill, who even though I'm a, a, a Han Solo guy, I fucking love Mark Hamill. Like maybe now more than before, even. Um, you know, he'll he'll always be Luke Skywalker, but Mark Hamill himself is a fucking hero. I agree with almost all of his opinions. I love how he shows up for shit. His work ethic is beyond is, is uh, you know, bar none, one of the, the fucking best in the industry. Uh, and he cares like he cares yeah. about the projects that he gets involved with to hear him drop fucking shade as Skeletor, dude, Skeletor, he was dropping the dozens on his sucker, uh, uh, um, uh, his henchmen. Dude, he he would have gone to the HR department every day for the type of shit that he threw. Beastman's way, Merman's way, Stinkor. He's like, ah, you fucking morons. He's always you saying messed up shit. Ah, curses. Honestly, Evelyn was lucky that she didn't really catch m- much of his ire. Um, I think it's probably just because of her high cutoff, uh, you know, her look that she had going on. You know, similarly to the Baroness with Cobra, she got a lot. Of, she got away with a lot of shit that maybe Destro or Zartan took took a backhand across the face for. But um, damn it, Evelyn! Oh, I, he's like. This, this online 30 times Skeletor was the master of the insult. And they has all of itself he did in the game. <laughs> Skeletor straight fire disses 
were uh, one of the uh, best parts about the show. And that's on rewatch. As a little oh, kid, yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck Skeletor. Skeletor is like, he may be, in the same way that Dr. Evil may be the best part of Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Skeletor might be the best part of He-Man, even though I'm, I'm still team He-Man. So. Wait, so who's doing the animation for it? So, uh, again, this is going to be Netflix. It's a Netflix show. Um, the actual illustrators, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, sure of, but I do know that Kevin Smith, uh, Saint Kevin Smith, as I like to call him, uh, is indeed the showrunner. Uh, when is this happening? This year? Next year? Probably well, next year. Here's the thing. Because his animation has the benefit of not needing to have everybody together in one place, they consistently were doing their voice recordings. One at a timing it, but they got it all done, boys and girls. Right. It's nice. done. Um, so the animation, I'm sure, had been rolling along. I know I'm fucking animating... Uh, illustrating like a madman over here when I'm not working or bullshitting with you guys online. So I'm sure they've been doing the same. Uh, I don't have a release date, but I do know for a fact that the the voice recording is done. To me, give it to Charlie. He can put he puts audio together all the time. We can get it that much faster. <laughs> What's awesome about about He Man specifically in the lens of this 2020 shit that's going on and kind of relaying it back to what i was talking about uh with my topic sometimes you just want something that for lack of a better word is pure looking mm. back now at he-man or gi joe these were show or ninja turtles or power rangers these were shows <laughs> that their main Shut yeah, no, let me make my point <laughs> their main job was to shill toys that's what they were doing. But now in 2020, uh, it, what's awesome is that you, I'm sure you can show some toys, but toys don't sell like they used to. Video games have taken up a, a nice chunk of that market. And, and don't get me wrong, I, there will be a He-Man line. I'm positive of it. But I'll get to turn on my Netflix and one at a time or through a giant numb my ass but numbathon session i get to kick back and again the good guys are gonna act like good guys i don't need he-man to struggle with identity and i'm not saying that those stories don't need to be told i'll tell those stories though u.s comics will tell those stories i want my he-man to be my dessert i don't need it to give me nutrients i need skeletor to get his whooping and there's something amazing well and like refreshing about like, yeah, now's the time. Let's get that shit back into the zeitgeist. It's it's another prime example of let's do what we gotta do. Um <laughs> God damn a news looking sick. I just um, looked at the poster of the He Man universe. Looks good. I mean I can't it's, wait. It, you know what it looks like though to me, Sarge? It looks like He Man. It looks it's like He Man. And let the movie. Uh, but the Skeletor look like Skeletor, though. I mean, maybe I maybe there'll be different forms. I don't know. Yeah. But for me, it's like you let let the movie take chances, or maybe try yeah. to be bigger, or try to be more realistic, <laughs> or or try to be more less fucking zany. But I don't need someone to explain why Prince Adam, why people don't know Prince Adam is He Man. Like, shut up. I don't give a fuck. They don't know because they don't know. <laughs> All you have to do is look at a picture 
of Zoe with and without bangs, and you'll know. You'll know how you can get away with it. Zoe nice. Deschanel has a twin. I'm positive, and it's just her bangless without she glasses. Don't. Look at a picture of Zoe Deschanel without bangs, and you have no <coughs> idea who the fuck you're looking at. I guarantee you. I mean, Henry Honestly, Cavill. Henry Cavill walked around Times Square surrounded by Man of Steel posters, and <laughs> no one fucking noticed them. That's that's you know Times Square is a bad example. <laughs> Everyone's you don't ever make eye contact. Held up by you make Cookie eye Monster? contact. Oh yeah, you make eye contact with the wrong person. All of a sudden, you take a picture with fucking, you know, Spider Man who's wearing Reeboks and he wants like twenty bucks. What the fuck out of here, Spider Man? If you were the real Spider Man, I'd still kick your ass. The fuck oh. out of here. I can't wait till the Sarge's channel gets big enough that I can just get a mascot version of him, and I'll be that asshole in Times Square. Oh, take a picture God. with the Sarge. And I'll just do like shit that's almost copyrighted. You suck, you know. So what you're saying is you're gonna have a suit just as bad as that little fake uh, logo that you just made. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the surge. Maybe like one of those guys in Manhattan that has the Iron Man suit with like a silver arm. Uh, Yes, sir. Like, how is your Iron Man suit half C-3PO? Fuck out of here, man. How are you gonna be? Shilling for change outside of Party City, wearing some shit you bought at Party City. Yeah, exactly. How or dare that's you? Not as good as what's inside Party City. But like, come on, man. I I'll go inside and put you out of business with what I buy from them. That's Dude, actually off topic. When we went, when I went to Hollywood, there was a guy in a stormtrooper full decked out, six nine. Oh my god! I was like, "Is that Doctor D? Like on his side job now? Because he got kicked off of Twitch? Is he like just because he wasn't talking? He should be like, uh, like get out of here, dude." That's because he didn't oh buy the. God. He couldn't afford the microphone that let him fucking be heard. He was screaming under that helmet, just foggy really visioned and shit. It was like two hundred and thirteen degrees inside that costume too. He he probably had passed out a week ago. He just didn't didn't fucking know it. He was six four, a hundred and ten pounds. <laughs> oh my god! It looks it, that sounds interesting. I'm really happy. I'm excited. Oh, I I can't wait. But but you know what though? With a with a little bit of extra time on there, so to have that treatment, an animation is a very uh, is is a unique platform because you can pick the ball up where it was dropped off last time, and characters haven't aged. Or you know you yeah. can you can fill in gaps if you want to. Uh, I know for myself, um, I mean all all of those outstanding '80s cartoons. Uh, I mean we've seen them kind of try to advance. I wasn't particularly a fan of the the new iteration of Voltron that yeah. was also on Netflix. But here's the thing: I thought that shit was dope. They but the thing about it is that they didn't. They weren't trying to continue where the old Voltron left off. They reimagined things and things, you know, and things look different and blah blah blah. If you told me that they were gonna do a new Voltron series that animation-wise looked like the old one, you know, obviously use technology to your benefit, fill in the gaps. You don't have to have chopper. Talking about the Lion Voltron, though, right? The Lion Voltron. There's another Voltron. Like, you know, no oh, one yeah. wants the cars, the Sarge. 50, the 50 no one cars. wants that shit. Listen, I really, I love that show too with the 95 cars that made Voltron. 
with the planes and the boats. And that was fantastic. I kept hoping there'd be an episode where the, the media comes on the chest in the end. Half the episode red, red was one. just forming everything into the robot. It was like, like three it took sets forever. of 30 vehicles. You know that? And, it was yeah. like... and the funny thing about it was um, <laughs> with five lions, maybe you have to fight with a cousin or buddy to see who was going to be a black lion. But there were still four other perfectly good lions to yeah. choose from. If you're fighting over a thousand, thousand vehicle Voltron, everybody's fighting to be over the, the ship on the yeah. chest. If and what happens if the Johnson plane, guy doesn't show up? That is yeah, no package exactly. on Voltron? What happens? Yeah. Voltron <laughs> has now been neutered. He can't I'm get it on Mrs. Voltron. I have to admit, though, that's the Netflix show I want to write. It's the <laughs> second Voltron team, but I want a voice like Steve, who doesn't want to fucking do it. Be like, I'm uh, not being the foot again. No! And just you have Voltron limping, just hopping the fuck along like an asshole. No, my Voltron favorite part was vehicle force. Vehicle force Voltron's feet were just fucking uh, SUVs. It was just two uh, Range Rovers. Yeah. So it was like, so you got two soccer moms as your feet, and if they don't show up for the fight, Voltron is finished. There's a giant space monster flying around, like. Yeah, see. The air team, the land team, and the sea team. I knew it. It was all three of them. We got to wait for Karen and Karen's sister to show up. If we're going to make Voltron, that's trouble. Dude, oh, I, I think I think we just landed on how to do Voltron vehicle force. Each car is the stereotype of what it represents. So there's like a good old boy in a pickup truck. Bong, 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 bong. Just the I rock with the <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a spaghetto inside the uh, Volkswagen Rabbit slam <laughs> bumping salsa cero is coming out of the back. I just think Netflix, give us a call, baby. Call us Netflix, definitely. That's that's the we're gonna pitch is... we're gonna pitch this on my page when I hit fifty thousand followers. Give away good ideas, bro. It's like the fuck. At 60,000 followers, we'll be able to get one of them to animate it. Yeah. Get ready to do the voice. Sarge comes in in just a straight-up tank. Everyone's like, man, it's supposed to be a regular vehicle, bro. Just <laughs> tanking this mob. My tank will form the chest. <laughs> just oh, no, slowly crawl up the back. The tank will form the john, so it comes up like this. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, the there, are, there are so many. I mean, I would love Voltron. I would I would also love um, give me a new iteration, uh, cartoon wise. I, I realize that we have that, that we we've, we've talked about actually on the show. We've talked about movie versions coming out and that have been done re- relatively recently out of Japan of Battle of the Planets. But I would love a, a cartoon continuation in the style of the original yeah. uh, G Force cartoons that we got. Now when we got it here in the states. It was already an old Japanese cartoon. That's why in the 80s we were watching cats that were dressed like they were in the 70s. Because they were. When that shit was animated, it was the 70s. Just beautiful feathered Um, hair. We just did it (laughs) only better. Or you know what? If I I uh, want to shine it up a little bit, how dope would a current version of Silverhawks be? I love and Charlie, I, I don't know. Are you super familiar with Silverhawks? Only because the toys were like a nickel in KB. Well, so here's I've the thing. I've seen them, but I've never seen the show. At that point, they were a nickel. But 
when Mike and I were coming up, they were like Cabbage Patch Kids. You couldn't find a fucking Silverhawks toy. Had one. You did. And you were lucky. You were lucky to fucking have. It was probably like the corny cowboy. It was the cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) No. Guitar with his guitar sword, whatever his guitar gun. Oh my god. That's a fuck up. That is awesome. To put it in your language. It's the only one that you can find on the shelf. Charlie, to put it in your language, he was like um, Michelangelo. Or he was like Yellow Ranger. You're like, fuck, there's all Yellow Rangers. Oh, there's a <laughs> Oh, my God. Considering it took us 85 starts, goddamn, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Like a five-hour episode right here. Sarge, Compared to all the mess-ups. Sarge, thank you so much for yeah, joining yeah, us. Sarge, thank you for hanging in with us, bro. Sarge, you're Dude, on Facebook gaming, day, man. but how do they I'll find be- you? How do the people Anytime, anytime join you guys want to find the Sarge SGT Finesse. Facebook gaming. And what's our current goal, baby? What's our current goal we're going to blow past? Oh, my God. We're going to hit 400 supporters this month. Dude, that's out of control. We're 370 right now. I I forgot his name already, and I have a a blood oath uh, um, (laughs) against him already. Who is that mother sucker who signed up, like, before me? What's that guy's name again? (laughs) I'm coming for you, Uh, son. Michael Zamora. Michael Zamora, you and me, high noon. I'll see you outside. I live right outside the dueling grounds where Hamilton got his from Burrs. You're number two, son. You know Hamilton's on Netflix now, right? Uh, It's on uh, a Disney. Disney Uh, Disney, Yeah, Disney. You can watch it, yep. I'm I'm going to reenact it on Michael Zamora. Again, (laughs) bring it to Weehawken, son. Weehawken. Not to... Not to oversell it, but I got to tell you, it's so awesome. Of course, I get the alerts when Sarge is playing a game. It's like it's like kicking back with a with a good friend, watching him just frankly wreck fools. Uh, I'm you know not going to steal the catchphrase, but he I'll just say this. It's it's um in this era of performers and caricatures and uh, look, I'm not going to name names. But some of the biggest streamers out there, some of the most popular streamers out there, they're some of the biggest biddies uh, that are out there. They're 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 putting on an affectation, and and I I don't mean that as an insult. It's a lot of times it's a good thing, right? They they've created a character, and you hear about um, you know like performers of all kinds where they say when they meet people in real life, the real people are like. That's not who I was expecting. Well, yeah, because that's a performer and they're playing a part. The Sarge <laughs> is not playing a part, guys. This cat is exactly who I met in uh, October of 2006. I've known this guy for a long time. He has been exactly the fucking same. 
Even the catchphrases haven't changed. I've been a Spaghetto since then. He's been getting phone calls since then. Oh, okay, okay. Five minutes. Yeah. The general bomb piece, guys. General bomb piece. Listen, done, the general calls, you got to answer. Guys, we- check out the Sarge. He is the real deal. If you bump into him in real life, he's going to be the same guy. You can make your bootleg stickers all you want. He don't mind. Um, but but check out his check Where'd out. Where to go? His name. Where'd it go? <laughs> oh, the, he's got the invisible stickers, which are legit. Twenty check bucks. Out his stream. 20. Give it a watch. Give it a follow. Give him a like. Throw some shekels his way in the form of stars. Be a supporter. Be part of the brigade and the battalion. You're not gonna be disappointed. I I speak from experience. Exactly, guy. We've we've plugged the Sarge and I'm sick of him. You're oh, right now. The now wants to That's why she's calling. If you're Hey-o. seeing these beautiful, if you're seeing these beautiful faces, look at the Sarge just looking like a snack. Look at my brother, the Silver Fox. He's <laughs> rocking them grays better than goddamn Mr. Fantastic. And you know, I'm part man, part. Panda, part motherfucking Puerto Rican, Viking. And you can find at least two-thirds of us every week right here on all of our social media is at US Comics HQ. If you want to see the show, if you want to participate in our chat, we'll talk right back at you. US Comics HQ on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course the YouTubes. I don't want you to forget why we're here, though, and we're making a comic book. Not just a comic book, but our comic book. And you want a big slice of that. So for the CEO and co-founder, John Rivera, I'm the other co-founder and COO for U.S. Comics. Like, comment, subscribe. You can find this podcast in audio form everywhere you can listen to podcasts. If you can listen to that podcast, baby, we're there. U.S. Comics cast. Not to be confused with our social media. U.S. Comics HQ. But John. I got a very important question for you, my friend. Yeah. There is only one way that we end U.S. Comics Cast. Why don't you tell the good people how we do it? Will you? I'm not really sure. Let me think about it. Oh yeah, it's Bad Mary. Take us out. One, two, one, two, three, four.